Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey, my friends, welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. My name is John. I'm thankful each day of life that we have. I'm thankful that you're listening to this podcast, and I hope that it will be a blessing to you today. We are well over 5,000 unique individuals, every one of them. I believe that God has ordained and is setting things in place to make his son famous. These over 5,000 people listening, this tribe of people listening to this podcast, it is my prayer that for each and every one of you, that you will keep pressing forward, learning what's working, testing, using different social media channels, different types of technology, your web pages, video, you name it. Whatever you can do to find those people that the Holy Spirit is working in your context. Jesus said, the harvest is plentiful. The workers are few. And the reason why I like media and technology is that it is a force multiplier. It can take a small team or just a couple of people and impact your community, your country in a way that you physically just couldn't do that. And so I hope that as we talk about all things related to social media marketing on this podcast, that it will give you some ideas. Hopefully it will inspire you, encourage you, and give you the help that you need today to keep pressing forward. So in today's podcast, I want to talk to you about what I think is one of the biggest challenges that I'm seeing. First of all, really there's two of them here. The first challenge that I see is that there's a lot of teams and people that are out there that are being very inconsistent in running their ads. They will run two or three and then stop for a month or two, and you're just not going to see the kind of results that I believe you can see when you are consistently running ads. You need to be constantly running at least one ad even if you're not spending a lot of money, just keep going, keep pushing forward. But that leads to the next issue, which is that people ask all the time, what is the best ad campaign? What's the best material? What's the best ad journeys that people have to, to use? What's working? And we're trying to research this. This is why I did the quarterly review of the 200 and some accounts that I have access to. This is why I am talking to other people that are marketers out there to just see what's working so that we can do more of those kind of things. One of the things that is consistent with teams that are just getting started that I try to do when I'm either coaching them or if we as an agency are the ones doing their ads for them is to start with prayer. The reason being it gives us insights to the people we're trying to reach. As they share what they would like prayer about, we're learning more about those pain points, those spiritual things in their lives that are showing themselves, sometimes not even spiritual, just physical or emotional things that are there. 
And then we can take that and apply that to the good news of asking the question, what is good news to that audience? The other reason we tend to start with prayer and then actually come back to it every few months is that it is a natural way for people to send a message. There's a reason for people to send that private message. When we ask them, how can we pray for you? Well, then they can respond. It makes sense to them. But when you are running your ads and you're creating your ad journeys, you just need to make sure that it is speaking to your persona, to the people you're trying to reach. This is so hard because what ends up happening is so many times we speak about from where we are, not from where the people we're trying to reach are at. We're talking about things and where we are at in a spiritual maturity or where we think people are at in their spiritual longing, but that's not where they're at. That's not the questions that they're asking. That's not the issues that they're facing. One of the things then that we can do is use tools to help us get a better understanding about just where our audience is at. What are they doing? This then will help us create more ad journeys that are more specific. It will help us to choose better videos. It will help us to use better keywords on our websites. It will help us in our keywords for our Google ads that we're running and the Google Display Network. So there's keys to this. Yes, you you don't you only want to use certain ones. You're looking for lower competition. You need videos that are more than just 15 seconds so that you can use these video metrics to better understand you know, where are they dropping off. There's a lot to it. But what I want to dial into today on this podcast is the questions and ways these words that people are using. I feel like so many times we're running around saying we have answers, but we don't know the questions that people are asking. Three billion plus searches are done every day just on Google. Over three billion questions. And many, many times those questions start with the word how. Same thing with YouTube. YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world. And many times people are typing in how to do, how to discover, how, whatever on that. But not always. It's not just how, it's why, it's which, it's are, all sorts of things that are happening. This is all letting us see what's going on within the mind of the people who we want to bring good news to them. So there's several different tools that I have used. Most of these have some free versions of it. And most of them, honestly, then have a paid version, which will lock you down. You can only use so many searches or use the tool only so many times, but it will give you an idea at least into just what is happening in the people that you're trying to reach. So I will put links to these in the show notes today so that you can go and discover them because if you're out on a walk or you're sitting there at your, at your dining room table drinking a cup of coffee, coffee or whatever, you, you may not have a, an ability to write this down, but it's there on our show notes on our Kavanaugh Media website there. And so the first one is Answer the Public, answerthepublic.com. Now, this is a paid one, and, and most of these get pretty expensive. The, one of the things that I like about Answer the Public is it's got a ton of countries, just a ton of different places that you can pick from. The challenges to this are the languages. Okay, so there's some 
certain amount of languages. I think there's like 12 or 13 or so. But if you're trying to search like in Mandarin, it's not going to show up there. Or Arabic, it's not going to show up. So you might think, well, it's no value. But one of the things that I have discovered is that people are people. So many of the questions they're asking are the same around the world. Or go find a a close, similar neighbor type of country that maybe does have a language that you have or that you're trying to use. If it's a similar religion, if it's a similar area, you will find that these questions, I think, are going to be pretty relevant to them. The, the really the nice thing about Answer the Public is that it then breaks down into some really neat kinds of, of listings of stuff and visual features that you can see. You can see what kind of words, the, that who, what, when, how, the questions that people are doing. There's all sorts of types of things, prepositional use, all sorts of stuff that you can say, wow, these are the questions that the people we're trying to reach are specifically asking for. This is how we can understand just a little bit more of their mind. And so it will branch out and say something like, they'll show you the word which or how. And so like for me, I typed the word Jesus in and then it said how to know who is Jesus or how can Jesus forgive my sins or whatever. Now you're going to get a bunch of ridiculous stuff in there too. So don't, you know, just disregard those. You can hide those results as well, but it's a pretty neat type of way of doing it. There's some other ones that are out there. Another tool is Word Tracker. WordTracker.com actually has a really neat Chrome browser extension. And what you can do with Word Tracker Scout, which is this keyword research tool, is that when you install this and you go to a site, then it's going to sit there and it's going to show you when you you go to their web page, you open up Scout, and then you get a word cloud. If you've ever seen those, it's going to have some words, and they're darker, and they're bigger, and some words that are smaller, and, and it's showing you the, the words that are being used, the themes, the things that are happening there the most on the website. So if there are pages that people are going to in your target audience a lot, you can go there and see that page summary. You can see some of the keywords. There's a lot that's going on there that you can see. So this can really let us understand phrases or words or things that they are finding on other pages that people are using out there. There is a price to this. The browser extension is is free, but if you're going to start using it to generate keywords, then there, there is a cost to it. And so the business world, they use it to understand your competitor's keywords. And in one sense, you could go to maybe a Muslim site or whatever else and see what kind of phrases or ways they're doing things. But you can also just use this to go and look at search volume and all sorts of opportunity metrics as well, which is a really cool thing. All right. Another huge one is SEMrush. S-E-M-Rush. SEMrush is used by a ton of companies. It is one of the biggest ones out there. And they give you some ability to even just audit your own site and look to see, all right, how is it doing? Is it, is it working well? Is there broken links? There's keyword research that is built into SEMrush. And it is, it's a great tool. The keyword magic tool is really good at understanding just how these words 
semantically or fit together in just in language itself. And I have some clients and people that are using uh, SEMrush and it's been great. It's been a very, very good tool. And so it, it gives you ideas of just search volume. It can even give you some really specific types of groupings of these words. It, it can show you phrases or what's called long tail Keywords, in other words, when there's a phrase instead of just one word, if you're trying to compete on the word Jesus or Bible, there might be a lot of competition. But when you start putting in a phrase such as Google search of how to read the Bible or how to understand the Bible, those are what's considered long tail keywords or phrases. And I have found SEMrush to be really good for it. Now, you can't save all of those right into it. And it is limited. Once again, it is a paid thing that you're going to get into it, but it's a really good tool. And if you're struggling, wanting to understand what is the questions, what are the things that people are working through? What are the keywords that people are searching for? I I find SEMrush to be a great tool there. All right. Here is another one, and this is another huge one, and that is simply Moz Pro, M-O-Z, Moz, Moz Pro. Uh, I have one group, very large group that I work with that has this tool, and it has some uh, tremendous things to help us understand what's happening out there, how people are searching uh, on Google, Bing, wherever, but also even just on your own own website, right? And being able to understand what's happening on your site. What words are you missing? How are you ranking uh, on and compared to others that are out there? And that, that's that key. How are we doing and how are others using search tools and things to be able to get to the questions that they have? And with, with Moz Pro, this is just a, a huge program to really understand. I think they, I've read that they have a database of, of millions, I think something like 500 million plus keywords. So they have a tremendous amount of things. And when you start typing in some of these words, then you're going to get the suggestions and then you'll get all sorts of, of SERP ideas there, search engine result page ideas as well. So there's a free version of this one. There's a paid version as well. I think the free version, you can search something like five, maybe 10, something like that amount of times. And it's usually limited to a month. Some of the the sites limit you per day, how many you can do. But I have found Moz, Moz Pro be very easy to use. The keywords are extremely important. And, and these are the phrases or keywords that I use in Google ads. But then we also use them to get phrases that are on our website as well as then content ideas for when we're going out there creating or trying to use different types of media and videos or whatever it might be to group those together as well. This can help you with your headlines. It can help you with your copy. So Moz Pro and you just go to mozmoz.com and it can help you with that. All right. Two more really fast that I would love to share with you about, and and there's a lot of other ones, okay? There's a ton of them out there, but a few other ones that I have used specifically, and another one of these is just called Ahrefs, so the letter A, then H, Refs, R-E-F-S, 
keyword generator, and it is a is a very good one. This can use even other areas of there's search sites or YouTube, whatever. So this is another very very good one. Um, it's a little hard to use, so I wouldn't necessarily start with this one, but it but it's there. All right, and then the final one that I would just recommend for you all is go to uh, Google in your local language as well and type in some phrases or let it start suggesting things. So when you type in the word Jesus or how did Jesus, so for me, I type in how did Jesus and then it'll open up questions underneath. How did Jesus die? How did Jesus fulfill the law? How did Jesus pray? And so you you can, how did Jesus overcome temptation? Those suggestions are phrases and questions that people are asking. And the more popular the question, the more it will pop up there in your search bar. Now, your own questions that you've asked will tend to pop up there. So just be careful that you're not skewing your results by questions that you've been asking. Make sure it's the one of the people in your target audience there. All right, I hope that that helps you a little bit. I hope that you really are spending the time to to understand your audience, to gain the insights into the questions that they are asking, the phrases that they are using, and then go back and say, what would Jesus say to them? What does the Bible say to them? And look for media that will do that. For me, this is a standard practice. We will look to see, okay, what is the, the issue, the, the phrases, the keywords, the subjects that people are, are searching for or longing for? What pain points are we seeing? And then and we go back and we go, okay, what content do we have? Does Is there things in the Jesus film library? Is it from, something from the Jesus film or the Gospel of John or other? They have all sorts of short videos. Or we'll go to Lumo and we'll say, all right, if, if what scriptures, passages would talk about this? And we'll then begin to take that media and put and edit it down and use it, short version, short little bit on the ad, and then the longer version on the landing page. But we want to use these phrases, these keywords, these questions in the copy, in the headline, and even the themes of the media itself that we're using. So I hope this helps you. All of these things matter. Keywords on your website, using Google searches. If you're not doing that, I would encourage you to start to explore doing that. Put some money behind that as well, but especially then in your push advertisement of Facebook, Instagram, areas like that. Make sure that you're answering the questions that people are asking and you will have better link click-through and you're going to get better results as well. All right. I hope this helps. I appreciate you all so very much. Know this, that I pray for all of you, for all the listeners of this podcast each and every day. If you get a chance, please go to Apple or Spotify or whatever and give us a good review. I'd really appreciate it. Thank you for sharing this with other people that you know that are out there trying to make Jesus famous. And if we can help you in any way, please let us know. Until next time, take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom.